And yeah, like now, now it's like everyone, right? Yeah. yeah. But right. people are like applying it to the stupidest shit too. I know. Like I'm doing laundry Sunday fun day. <laughs> That's I'm, not fun. Like I'm Maybe drinking by myself Sunday yeah. fun day. Really? <laughs> oh man, we're having our own Maybe little Sunday was, fun yeah, day. Yeah, better than the alternative. Like I'm about to kill myself. <laughs> right. Yeah. So they were like, "Fuck, this is pretty I'm fun." Just, I'm yeah. dragging a pink lady yeah. dicker across my wrist. It's Sunday fun day. <laughs> Well, yeah, we if we're going there that quickly, then oh, this yeah. is going to be an interesting show. Yeah, it's going to be awesome, dude. <laughs> oh, I go there. We should I, do, uh, should we jump right into yeah, it? We should just we should I'm do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't flush the toilet. And welcome to another sexually charged episode of the Crappy Awesome Podcast. We are your hosts, the Diego Brown Project. I am Mr. Arash, even though nobody calls me yeah, Mr. I just realized how funny sexually charged was. Yeah. Like, our <laughs> listeners are like, what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> we just talked about slitting our wrists, yeah. but it's a sexually charged uh, episode. Yeah. <laughs> slitting your wrist doesn't get you yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some people are into it. Uh, and of course, my partner, C. Ray, Chris. Hey, yo. How you doing? Good. Good. Excellent. Uh, pay the bills? Yes, please. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, so let's say you want to purchase some razors um, to kill not, yourself. Maybe not to kill yourself. No, not to kill yourself. Yeah, maybe you just want to shave FTC. <laughs> uh, your arms. Maybe you yeah. have hairy arms. You want to shave them. Uh, you're going to go to Amazon to hey, buy hold that on, shit. Hold on. What? We totally take back that whole kill yourself thing. Okay, don't just in case. <laughs> in case you <laughs> do want to kill yourself, just Stitcher Radio. I just yeah. thought about that. Okay, yeah. This is tongue in cheek. I'm tongue certain cheek. we've ah. said way worse things on right. this show. Mm-hmm. Okay, instead of going to Amazon.com, go to crappyawesome.com. We have a banner right there on the homepage. Click through there, and whatever bulk boxes of razors you purchase, will get a tiny percentage of that amount, which we will then use to purchase microphones and Cheez-Its for our. Are generally stoner fans and well not fans our guests. guests no uh so yeah so that's amazon and uh, of course karma loop <laughs> assuming loop. that everybody on our show is not our fan yeah. <laughs> yeah. assuming that no. i don't even know what yeah. this yeah. Is. Yeah. Yeah. someone told me to show yeah. up yeah that's, right. that's that's pretty common mm-hmm. good assumption yeah. it happens pretty mm-hmm. often and uh, of course there's karma loop you want to make sure you look fresh if you're planning on killing yourself or if you're just gonna shave right because you're gonna go out but of don't the kill town. yourself but don't kill yourself yeah. i like karma loop there's good stuff on there hey yeah. awesome. hot girls model on there too Hot girls, girls do model, model on there, yeah. Mm-hmm. But instead of going to karmaloop.com, go to crappyawesome.com. Another banner right there on the homepage. Yeah. Click on there. And whatever fresh gear you purchase in order to go out and pick up some of those hot girls. Good luck on that one. Yeah. Uh, we'll get some change. But if you are going to do it, it's probably because you're dressing karmaloop. That's right, karmaloop. Mm-hmm. That's the factor. Right? Shout yeah. out to them. Uh, we'll get some of that change, and uh, it will keep us from charging you... $3,423.05 per episode, which is what they're valued at right now in the stock mm-hmm. market. Eddie's behind you going like, oh, God. Okay. Here we yeah. go with another yeah. number. Here we go. <laughs> okay, it's probably only like $3. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, we'll continue bringing you this amazing show for free. Uh, thank you for all the support. It's been amazing. Oh, okay. And then, um, like I said on a couple shows ago, which because we're talking to you from the future. That's the what's future. Happening right now. We're very... We're very Marty! Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you ever think about yourself in terms of like future Arash? I do that all the time. I'm yeah. like, future John is going to appreciate water by the side of the bed <laughs> when he gets drunk yeah. later tonight. Like, yes. <laughs> I'm going to hook him up. Or like future That's John brilliant. will appreciate when I hide like a nugget of weed in my desk yeah. drawer for when I run out. <laughs> I take care of him. Future Arash in Vegas always hides those water bottles that they oh, leave yeah. on the table. Oh, yeah. <laughs> at the end of the night, oh, everybody yeah. goes for them. It's like a $12 oh, yeah. bottle of Arrowhead. Oh, right? man. Yeah. Those motherfuckers. Yeah. Fuck you. Hold on. Know. You had something important to say, though. I did? Yeah. Sorry. Oh. 
Yeah, shut up, John. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. So what? What I, I would really like to happen is uh, we we have a lot of fucking downloads from overseas. Uh huh. Whoever you are, yeah. Let us know who you are. I would like to give you you a shout out, Denmark. Yes. Whoever the fuck you are listening to us over <laughs> yeah. there, that's fucking awesome. Though. Yeah. You know what I mean? We we have a, a dude on the show today who travels the world. You could listen to his podcast. You could be listening to this podcast right now. And you live in Denmark, and he's in your country, possibly. That's true. So let us know. Yeah. You know what I mean? We'll give you a heads up. Yes. We'll tweet you. you. Yeah. And, uh, of course, the the challenge still stands, by the way. Anybody who leaves us any hate mail, yes, I will create an art project out right. of it. And if it's competing ha- hate mail, then we go for the worst one. <laughs> yeah. Get yeah. really nasty. Yeah. Get personal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it. We'll yeah. take it. Yeah. All right. Mama jokes. Yeah, mama jokes yeah, are good. They always go good. Let's get it started. So we have, a, we have a fucking awesome guest on the show today. Absolutely awesome. Uh, we, we've been chasing this man. We have. Right? Literally around the world <laughs> to get him on this show. And it's not Carmen Sandiego. It's not Carmen Sandiego. Who is it? Uh, it is the legendary Johnson. Johnson. You're in the fucking house, man. I am. I'm here. Yeah. Are you, are you here? I am. Okay. Yeah. okay. I'm all here. Focused. Did, uh, do Giving you a, a solid C- minus performance. Par <laughs> <laughs> for works. the course. Word up. Wait, let me ask you this, man. Um, you are at, what, what is the proper terminology? Do I say you're I a pickup artist know. or what? Honestly, what is it? I don't like pickup artists because I think it's sleazy and reminds me of people with like furry hats. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was in the pickup artist scene. Yeah. Dating coach sounds like I'm giving you advice, like I'm your dad. I don't know. Yeah. I I teach about dating and relationships. I don't titles. Who knows? Yeah. No. I mean, but, it, but the things that you help people with, right? eventually affect their entire life. I feel so, right? yeah. For so sure. it is kind of like a life coach in, per se, Yeah, right? I mean, again, I mean, you're not like, telling anybody I, where to invest, but... I feel like life coaches remind me of, like, Barney Stinson on How I Met Your Mother. And, yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to teach you how to live. And, like, yeah. I don't... I mean, I don't know shit about what you should do to be a good person or, you know, a meaningful person. I, I can help you get laid. I can help you get to the point where you have women in your life. That's kind of what I help with. Um, I'm good at basic conversational stuff, like confidence building, all of that kind of stuff is stuff that I I feel comfortable teaching and that I've worked with guys for eight, nine years and in various ways with. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. So you need to, let's back up. I, sure. I want to get a history. Like, absolutely. How do you get started doing something? Like okay. This? So I was really bad with girls, like really, really bad. Like in high school, there was like a running joke that me and my three friends who I still hang out with were like the guys who would go to parties and try to hook up and never hook up. Oh. It was like a running joke. They make teen like, movies about you guys. Literally. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Literally like that those situations um and then i went to college and i was gonna like reinvent myself and like i did all the traditional stuff like i went to the gym i got better fashion i i you know put myself out there all the things they tell you you're supposed to do and i met this girl in college and she was a virgin and she was very weird and she was the first girl who really liked me and she was my first girlfriend so we were going out for like nine months no sex my first girlfriend nine uh, months yeah Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Life. Yeah, pretty bad. <laughs> you sure you were going out with her? Yes. <laughs> okay. I, okay. I, I did. I did see her in person occasionally. Okay. Yeah. You know? cool. um, mostly in class. Yeah. Yeah. Did you uh, ever grab boob? Yes. Okay. okay. I did actually end up sleeping with her after the whole pickup thing happened, but we'll get there. Wow. Yeah. Um, mm. So. 
We broke up for like a week or two, and she slept with two different dudes. What? Yeah, and then I took her back. Oh, it gets worse. Like it keeps. <laughs> oh my god. It keeps compounding. Like yeah. it gets worse. I took her back. She cheated on me again, and <laughs> eventually, like I got to a point where I was like, I have to do something about this because clearly, like this has gotten to a point where. <laughs> It's an issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, like it was I, an issue eight months ago. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally. Yeah. Um, but it took me a while. So I got online. This was like 2001, 2002 ish. Mm. Um, I got online, and the mystery method stuff had just started popping up. I think he had just done his first workshop, um, and I wasn't ready for that. But I was like, okay, I'm going to go out and I'm going to talk to girls. And mystery was saying you got to talk to 50 girls a week. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I can do that. So I went to the mall. I was like 19, like I said. So I couldn't go to bars or clubs. I didn't have invitations to parties because I wasn't cool. <laughs> um, and, so you uh, really had to make it happen. Yes, yeah, so I went to the mall. I yeah. literally go to the Northridge Mall every day, and I do like seven approaches a day. And I did that for six months every day until I finally broke through, got a date, and got laid for the second time in my life. Um, wow. Yeah, so... From doing that, but at the, I, wait, wait, wait! But at this point, there's no nobody's tutoring you, right? Nobody's You're tutoring just taking me. I literally, the, I had one opener and then like some basic ideas of like be cocky and funny and like yeah, just some yeah. basic stuff I'd read on the internet on forums and stuff. And that was and I was just going out and hitting up girls, and that was it. Yeah. Um, and that was really good for me because it got me out of my shell. I mean, the first thing was I was scared to just go to the mall by myself. I was like, what are people really going to think I'm a loser? Like, yeah. what if people from school see me? Yeah. Like, all these kind of insecure thoughts. Um, so I had to just break through a lot of these like personal um, comfort zone things, which I think is a lot of what I teach is just kind of getting out of your comfort zone, learning to kind of push what's comfortable, become more socially free, become more kind of comfortable in your own skin and able to do things without worrying about all these things that aren't real. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Um, so I did that. I did that for, I started getting laid like once a month after that. Like I would, I would do like, you know, 200 approaches a month and I'd get one lay out of that. And I was pretty consistent for like six, seven months. I think I got up to like eight girls and I was like, I feel like this is like tapping me out. I'm like one girl a month is cool. But you know, back then I really was like, I got to put up numbers. <laughs> uh, I had all these like plateaus or if I got a hundred girls or 200 girls and I'd feel good about myself, but we'll, we'll get to all that stuff mm-hmm. soon. Um, so I took a mystery method boot camp in October of 2004. This was in LA. This was in LA okay. at Project Hollywood. And describe for people like who don't know what that that sure. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a workshop is basically where a guy like myself, I taught 156 of these later, yeah. um, goes out with a guy like Mystery or a pickup artist guy, and you basically go to bars or clubs. They approach women, show you what they do. They get makeouts, whatever, and then you do it, and they give you corrections. So my Mystery Method Bootcamp was kind of a big turning point in a couple of ways. First, um, it was kind of disappointing because by that point I had done like 2,500 approaches and I was better than all the instructors but Mystery. Like I could (laughs) open, I could get attraction, like I had stories that I was telling. I'd come up with stuff because I'd actually been approaching. One of the big problems with guys... Um, who get into that whole subculture and the whole dating stuff is they read and they read and they read and they don't go talk to girls. Yeah, that makes sense. And, you know, you can be an expert. There's a big difference between intellectual understanding and real-world ability, right? I I train um, Brazilian jiu-jitsu and Dutch kickboxing. And intellectually, I understand footwork and distance and all that stuff. And repping the Belfort shirt right Right, now, by the way. Right, right. Love Belfort. Yeah, Yeah, TRT. Can't wait till I get on. (laughs) Um, But, uh, you know, like, you put me in, like, I train with some guys who are in the UFC 
controversy who aren't even contenders, guys like Vladimir Matushenko oh, yeah. and, and Anthony Hardonk and guys like that. And they just, I can't do anything. Like, you know, and intellectually, I understand what to do, but yeah. in the real yeah. world, I can't do it, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing with, with social skills, too. Like, you can read everything. You can understand why, you know, teasing works. You can understand why, you know, you need to be confident. You can understand why these stories sound good. But if you don't go out and actually do it and see what happens in the real world, you never really get it. Yeah. Um, and that's a big problem with a lot of guys um, and dating advice. So yeah. I was better than everyone but mystery. Um, you know, I had a very famous guy in the pickup community blow my pull on the first night of the pickup of the boot camp. Like I, I had girls who wanted to come back to the house and he wrecked it because he was weird and creepy. <laughs> wow. Um, and afterwards, I was kind of disappointed. But the guy who ran Mystery Method, when you said blow, by the way, that threw me off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he just wrecked it. It was like, wait, who did you pull? Wait, <laughs> and, and again, so people who aren't familiar, like something like this would cost what? Like, um, I think I paid, I paid like a thousand bucks back then, but um, now they're like three thousand. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're really expensive for sure. Um, so the guy who ran Mystery Method lived in San Diego, and I was kind of doing the community college thing, and I wanted to get into this. Like mm. this was like my big obsession at the time. So I started interning. I started helping on boot camps. I had like a fake ID, and I'd go around and like help guys talk to girls. And so I did that um, for over a year before I turned 21, and I kept approaching wow. girls, and I got a lot better from going and seeing these seminars and picking things up from being around that weirdo. Um, <laughs> but I also like started to see like a lot of things I didn't like. Um, like Mystery is a weird guy. Like he, if you've seen VH1 show. He doesn't have a personality as much as he has like six weeks worth of routines. Like he literally yeah. will start repeating the same things <laughs> after six weeks. Like, yeah. like if, imagine if I tell you a story today, yeah. and then like six weeks from now I tell you the exact same story <laughs> in the exact same pitch and tone of voice. Like it yeah. just happened. It's fucking yeah. weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I started noticing that, but it was also really good money, and I was pretty into it. I, I was into the helping. Um, so when I turned twenty-one, I started teaching these these boot camps. And I did that for like four years, basically every weekend. Um, you know, in one in one year, I did forty-eight of them, and I was just every weekend, basically, I was flying to a different city, helping another group of twelve guys. And um, I started to notice a couple of things as I got more and more into this that I wasn't into. Number one being that I didn't think a three-day thing was was enough to really help guys. Yeah. What we'd see is guys would come out, they'd get like kind of a workshop high. Anytime you go to a seminar, you yeah. like get pumped, you know, you, you, you're, you're good for a couple days and then you got to like really be disciplined to keep it going and accountable. And, and for guys learning to get good with women, it's not a short process, you know, yeah. it's not... It's not like you can take a guy who's like I was, who, you know, was a virgin, was dating a virgin for nine months and all of a sudden turn him into someone who's super good with girls. I mean, yeah. I've been doing this for like 10 years, you yeah. know? Um, so I didn't like that. Um, I didn't like kind of some of the more mm, tactical, f weird things they were doing. And some of the pickup artist stuff, it gets manipulative and weird, and a lot of it just doesn't work, and a lot of it's just mental masturbation, you know? Yeah. A lot of it think, sounds really good. Yeah, what do you think, like, the most common myth is that people think works that doesn't? Um, oh, God, there's so many. Um, <laughs> are we talking about guys who are are reading dating stuff or the common guy? Uh, just the average person who okay. pick, gets things out of pickup artist material. Okay. And it's like the most commonly believed thing that it works. Oh, okay. So the whole idea of like being alpha or mm. like being like some sort of like badass alpha guy like that, 
doesn't work. Like, mm. you're not going to be able to out-alpha a dude who's, like, 240 and, like, <laughs> jacked on steroids. Like, yeah. they're just going to put hands on you. I mean, yeah. like, that's what's going to happen when you, like, when you try to get dominant. And a lot of these pickup dudes, they get in fights. And, like, I get in fights because I am one of those guys who does kickboxing and jujitsu and goes out and, get in, and gets into fights. <laughs> but, like, they get into fights because they, they start shit. Like, yeah. I get into fights because I cause problems. They get into fights because they think they're being alpha or whatever, yeah. and they're, like doing it to get girls um just the whole idea that you have to be super dominant the whole idea that there's one way to seduce a girl i mean yeah. girls are girls are people you know and and that's i mean i think the big thing that that is the misconception about the pickup stuff is that there's one particular way to get every girl mm. or one particular way to get any girl you can't get every girl and you can't get any girl brad pitt can't get every girl brad pitt can't get any girl yeah like i saw usher get shot down by a white girl who was a six in pink elephant in new york it was <laughs> wow literally it was he was outside with the range rover he was like so you're coming back and she's like nope if you want to go on a date with me you're gonna have to call me this was at like 2 30 in the morning wow. in front of the range rover like had been hanging out with him all night and she was like nope not happening yeah. tonight yeah, Tiffany's hey. a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Tiffany. You know? What so, a cocktease. I mean, things like that happen. So I think just getting rid of this idea that you're going to get any girl or every girl, right? Mm -hmm. Like, pickup artist guys, you sit there and go, I can get every girl. Like, I can go five for five. I'm like, okay, what happens if one of the five girls is a lesbian, one of the five <laughs> girls is married, and one of the five girls is pregnant, right? Yeah. Okay, you're going to get all three of those girls. Go. Do it. Let's see it. <laughs> Let's watch it happen. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I just think everyone overestimates what pickup artists can do. You know, it's, it's an issue in my personal life because girls I date will read our marketing materials or will read, you know, like these kind of things, these exploits or like field reports people write. And like, I'll have a good night and it'll look like I do that all the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But like everyone has good nights and everyone has bad nights, you know, like not every night I have is good. And, you know. Girls I date are like, every night you go out, you get laid. And I'm like, no. I'm like, do you want to come watch me? <laughs> like, you can come watch. It's not as impressive as you think it is. Like, honestly. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think, I think letting go of that whole idea that you're going to get every girl or any girl and learning that you can get more girls than you're getting now, right? You have to be realistic in what you're mm -hmm. expecting to get out of this, right? Like, if you're expecting to be a fat, jobless guy who, you know, has acne and is going to get supermodels, mm -hmm. you're out of your mind, yeah. right? I mean, if you're expecting that you, if you improve yourself to a normal degree, you know, because most of the guys who, who get into our stuff are kind of where I was 10 years ago, where they don't have good fashion, they don't go to the gym, they don't have their lives really together, they're kind of losers. Yeah, I mean, there's, yeah. no, there's no way around it, yeah, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, I'd like to say nicer things, <laughs> but I keep it real, you know? Yeah. And so you've got to unloserify yourself before you're going to get any girls, right? And then you also have to understand that dating is a free market economy, right? I'm real into economics. Mm -hmm. um, and on, in any free market economy, your value is what the market says it is, yeah. right? Like the price of oil is the price of oil because that's what people will pay for it. Yeah. If you are a five, you're not going to get a 10 unless you have something that markedly changes your value, right? Yeah. So if you're a five and you're like, like a really good example is there's a guy who throws like these fucking warehouse parties downtown in LA. He's a pretty well-known promoter. He's a fat, like bad looking dude. Um, <laughs> but this dude gets really hot girls who are like senior hipster girls who like going to these parties, yeah. right? For him, that's the best case scenario. That's the best case he's going to do is he's got to put himself in a situation where the situation gives him value that his looks and social skills don't. He right? created his own market economy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And guys don't want to hear that. Guys want to yeah. hear that you can be a loser and you can be broke and you can be out of shape and you can just walk up to the, the hottest girl at the mall and with magic lines yeah. turn her into your girlfriend. And that's... Yeah, like if we're using the uh, economy analogy, it's almost like those guys 
from that school, that generation that yeah. were pr- arguing that they're like the swindler bankers, exactly, who are selling exactly. bad mortgages. They're selling bad yeah. mortgages, right? They're, they're, they're saying, they're oh yeah, these are these are triple A rated. They're <laughs> yeah. totally good. It's cool. Just yeah. you know, put the money in them. Yeah. You know, yeah. So and it lasts for a while. Yeah, and but I mean, it's a facade. and I mean that's the thing is like I've had runs where like I've done really well with girls for like two or three months in a row, and I've had runs where I've done terrible for a yeah. month or two. You know, it's the dry spell. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a Pickup is not like a video game. It's like roulette, where every single spin is going to be different. So you got to avoid the gambler's fallacy where you think that just because the last 10 girls liked you, this girl's going to like you too. Yeah. Or just because the last 10 girls didn't like you, this next girl's not going to like you, which I think can can bust guys up in the beginning. Like I think another reason why guys don't get good is they can't take the rejection. Yeah. They want to find a rejection-free way to get good at this, and it uh, doesn't exist. Very true. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. exist. And, I mean, that's the thing about life, You right? want to fight, you got to get socked in the face at yeah. least once. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. that's, that's the thing in anything. In business, you're going to fail more times than you succeed. In Absolutely. anything, you're going to fail more times than you succeed, and accepting that is part of, like, being a grown-up and not being a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think that's <laughs> another thing that guys have a problem with is – they want to never get rejected. And for me, like I have the opposite perspective. I like rejection because it tells me I don't need to waste my time on that girl. To me, yeah. a girl who wants to talk to me for 20 minutes and not fuck me is the biggest waste of time I can have. <laughs> I'd rather she wa- I walk up to her and she goes, I'm not down and puts her hand in my face yeah. rather than talk to me and be nice and then be like, oh, I have a boyfriend 20 minutes later. You oh, know? Yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's a different yeah. perspective that I have than, than people who are less successful, I think. Oh, wait, 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 because we're, we're getting really into the techniques and yeah. stuff right, like Right, right. Let okay, me go so back to my story. Go back to yeah. story. So, so you're doing um, that for four years. In 2008, yeah. I um, left Love System slash Mystery. Now, there's a big lawsuit with Mystery and his first business partner, and uh, it's whatever. Some of our listeners may have read about this, I'm assuming. Possibly. Google it. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> out the game. there. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Pick up artist partnerships. They don't last. There's not one that's lasted. That's that's the only thing I have to say about that. Um, and also moving into the house with competitors, always a good idea. Yeah. Um, but so the lawsuit kind of left a sour taste in my mouth. And then I just didn't really believe in the boot camp model. I wanted to kind of move to a different way of teaching. I wanted more freedom over what I was teaching. I had to teach stuff that was more mystery method and more kind of, in my opinion, outdated. Um, and so in 2008, February, I left. And I broke off and formed Sins of Attraction and kind of tried to do some different things. I first tried to do a year-long coaching course. We did that for a couple of years. And then after the second year, I really just don't believe in boot camps anymore. I just don't think they work. I mm-hmm. think they're a waste of time and money. I think they're overly expensive. I think they're they're kind of a circle jerk to like pump guys' states up. Yeah. And um, you don't really value any anything from it because, number one, um, you're not like watching guys talk to girls. Like there's enough video out there. You're not going to be able to hear them. And you know, a lot of guys do flash game and bullshit game on boot camp that looks good and, and doesn't work. What's, anyway. what's, what's flash game? Flash game is like pretending to be gay to get laughs or, you know, doing something flashy. <laughs> That's like, actually a method. Oh yeah. There's, there's guys. Who <laughs> wow. Do that. There's guys who wow. do that. Cause yeah. Then they, they see the girl. Cause basically the pro- one of the problems with boot camps is guys with low social skills are unable to tell how high a level of social skills another yeah. guy has, right? Ah, so like yeah. it's 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 one of the things called um there's a there's a name for it. It's like the um the beginner's bias or something. Whatever yeah. you're not good at, it's hard for you to tell if someone's good at it, right? Yeah. Like I'm not good at chess. So I have a friend who's 
I guess, okay at chess, but to me, he's like a fucking master. He, like, kills me. I'm, like, I'm like, how is this guy not winning every tournament yeah. he plays in, right? Because yeah. I just don't know. Yeah. So a lot of guys with low social skills, they go on boot camps, they see guys laugh, they see girls laughing, or you know, they see getting guys getting phone numbers, and they think, oh, that guy's got good game, yeah. when really, those phone numbers aren't going to lead to anything, and yeah. he's just kind of blowing smoke on the girls to get them to laugh and giggle, and it looks good from 10 feet away, but it's, it's not real. Yeah. Um, the second thing is, in, in three days, the guys are going to be making the same mistakes every time. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm just literally, I've done 156 boot camps. Um, you tell the guys the same things every time because they don't fix them. You yeah. know, if a guy leans in on night one of a boot camp, he's not going to fix that by, the, by, by night two. He's What's leaning? Where he just like gets too close to the girl and like leans oh, into okay. her space and creeps her out. Oh, okay. Um, if a guy's not loud enough, he's going to need to work on being loud all weekend. He's not going to be loud enough by the end of the weekend. Yeah. So all these things that are, are problems, once I diagnose them and tell you what they are, you need like three to four weeks to work on those things specifically before you need to talk to yeah. someone again. And then um, that was kind of one of the issues. So eventually... You know, we kind of came to the idea that phone coaching is the best way with kind of smaller groups and more one-on-one -on -one with one specific goal. That way, everyone kind of reaches their goal because we're not doing too much. We're making sure everything's targeted and there's accountability. Yeah. You know, you have to do 40 approaches or I yell at you every two weeks. Yeah. And I'm pretty mean yeah. and you really probably don't want to get yelled at every yeah. two weeks. So you have to do approaches. Yeah. You know, and every two weeks you have things to focus on. And it's, it's just kind of a better system. We've been getting much better results for the last two years with guys doing that. Does that uh, now, now see because the, the immediately where my mind goes to like from a business standpoint is yeah. that most people make most of their money by selling something fast. People want a magic right. pill, right? So like if you're not doing that and you're doing the right thing by right. sticking it for the it's long tough. term, it's tough. Yeah, for sure. how's that affect business? Um, you know, it it does. It does. We try to be pretty much as honest as possible in our marketing. We tell people what we're not doing. You know, we say we're, it's not a magic pill. It's not lines and mm. routines. You know. Um, but, I mean, it definitely limits the pool. We're not selling to the guys who want to have threesomes with supermodels tomorrow. You know, yeah. like, that's just not, that's Fuck. not our market. And that's fine, because I don't want to work I'm with done those. Then. I don't want to work with those guys. Honestly, yeah. like, yeah. I don't, like, I mean, like, people in marketing all the time say, we turn down more people than we, like, let in. But we really, I really do. Like, if I think someone's a dick and I'm on the phone with them, I just go, you know what, this isn't a good fit. And I hang up on them. Like, I literally, <laughs> there's stories out there. They yeah. post on forums. They're like, Johnson was so mean to me. I called for coaching and he hung up on me and said it wasn't a good fit. Like, because yeah. I, I, I don't want to work with you. It's not worth the money to me. Like, mm -hmm. it, it's really not. Like, it's not worth the whatever we charge for phone coaching to, like, have to talk to you every two weeks and have, like, half an hour to an hour of my life be really annoying. Like, I'd rather not, you know? Like, I'd rather not. I'd Are rather get high and play video fan? games. Um, not really. Okay, because that, that 2040 thing, <laughs> he I talks he about cheats. a lot. That's my, that's my issue with Tim Ferriss. He cheats. Is, yeah, because, like, a lot of the things he does, like, technically he accomplishes them. Yeah. Like, his Taekwondo thing, yeah. right? Like, he got, he, he cheated the system. Yeah. Like, you're not really a Taekwondo champion. Like, technically you're a Taekwondo <laughs> champion yeah, yeah, on yeah. paper. Yeah. yeah. But, like, really? Yeah. So I just don't like stuff like that, yeah. you know? Um, I don't like gaming the system. But I do think, I, the four-hour work week's good. It helped my business partner, like, leave his day job. Um, you know, I think a lot of what he teaches is good, but who are we talking about? Tim Ferriss. No, no, no. The, your business partner. Oh, my business partner is just a guy named Ron. Okay. Oh yeah. He's just, he's okay. not anyone famous. He's okay. Just a, guy. He's, a guy named, wait, yeah. Arun, we're talking about Arun or Ron? No, Arun's our, um, Arun works under Ron. Marketing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, Arun's like our, not our intern cause we pay him. Yeah. Um, who are I, all these people? Arun, Arun is how we, how I Arun was connected to it. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. Arun's Arun really and I partied by the way last night. Yeah. Arun's yeah. Cool. Did he pick up like crazy? Uh, well, here's the funny thing. Uh, 
oh, his no. fourth vodka drink in. I was like, Rune, you know whatever goes on tonight, I'm going to talk about on the podcast yeah. tomorrow, right? He's like, yeah, I know. Motherfucker got laid. Nice. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, and then I took off. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. And he upgraded, too, because at first he was working on one girl, and then by 4 a.m. he switched it up. Who I'm sure was a very nice girl. Uh, nice. Very nice girl. Very nice girl. <laughs> But uh, the people that I was with started <laughs> giving him some shit. Oh, okay. And then at the end of the night, he, he closed a very good one. Good job. Yeah. But anyway, back to, you know, <laughs> sense <Yeah>. of attraction. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's basically what we've been doing. We've been developing programs. I work with guys. I work with a few guys on the phone. We develop programs. And, and that's pretty much what's been going on for the last four years. Yeah, so awesome. let me ask you this. Yeah. Like, if you had to give, like, an average, like, right. how quickly do you see, if, if they're doing exactly what you tell them to do, how quickly do you see them improve? Really depends on where they are. Yeah. Um, if a guy needs help starting conversations, uh, it's, like, a month to six weeks until he's able to consistently start conversations with girls. Yeah. Um, if a guy can start conversations but he can't get attraction or he runs out of things to say, et cetera, et cetera, it can be as quick as a week if we just find the one thing that's wrong and we fix it. Yeah. Um, you know, or it can be maybe a month. Um, if guys have phone flaking, that's usually a couple weeks, three, four weeks of, of, you know, targeted things. There's only four or five sticking points that exist. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I've basically seen every sticking point at this point because I've worked yeah. with so many guys. So it's pretty quick. I mean, the one that takes a while is if a guy has bad approach anxiety, because then you have to do some like deep inner, inner work and have yeah. them work on their beliefs and they have yeah. to do come kind of extra. Cause there's something else going on there. Yeah. Right? And, they, and yeah. they also have to progressively desensitize. You uh. know, they have to start by just like going out and asking for the time and, and working their way up to it. So that one takes probably the most time, but it, it's it, within six weeks. It's fixable. Is it true me. though that approach anxiety never actually completely goes away? I've heard a lot of people say that. I mean, it's a that's an interesting question. Um, it depends. Like, for me, I only really get it now with like super hot girls, um, <laughs> like a specific, like the girls that are specifically my type, like the yeah. girls I like the most. I have the most anxiety about. Yeah, you have the most to lose for sure. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, the rest of the time, I, I mean, sometimes like if I haven't, I didn't talk to girls, we went to the Philippines for like a month and I didn't like do any cold approaches. It's the Philippines. Um, <laughs> you don't know if you might get kidnapped. Yeah, exactly. No, it's just not necessary. And it's also not necessary. Like you're white in the Philippines. <laughs> you're like, really missing not, Yeah. I mean, I guess I did miss that one. Yeah. yeah. So, um, when I, I mean, came, I heard when yeah, I came back, allegedly. when I came back, it was, it was a little worse. Like if I don't do approaches for a couple of months, it'll be back a little bit. But I mean. Well, it's so not, it's totally it, a perishable skill. It's also a mindset thing. Like for me, like it's not scary to me because I'm not approaching her to see if she likes me. I'm approaching her to see if she's like sexually available. Uh, like if she's not down almost right away, I'm not into it, yeah, you know? So yeah. like for me, I'm screening girls out. So I just am like, as soon as the girl's not down with touching or like me getting slightly sexual, I'm out. Cause yeah. I just don't like what I'm working on now is just a different thing, you know? So for me, like I said, it's only with the really hot girls because then I'm like, ah, a really hot girl who's not sexually available, right? It's like, that's that's the connection. Really hot girl who doesn't want to have sex with me gives me a little bit of a buzz. <laughs> um, but other than that, I mean, I, I don't, like... I think it depends. It's a weird it's a weird thing. If you have more shit going on in your life, you have more anxiety in general, I think. You know, mm -hmm. it, it gets worse. Um, if you are less healthy, I think it's worse. I think a big part of it, I think a lot of guys are really unhealthy, and then your anxiety goes up the less healthy you yeah. are. Yeah, yeah, because it's physical. I mean, yeah, it's your brain sure. producing a chemical. Like that's one of the big things yeah. that we talk to people a lot about too. Like your physical health mm -hmm. will affect the way you interact. Hundred percent. Your anxiety. Will, if you're eating yeah. badly, you're not exercising. Yeah. You don't exercise and eat well just so you can be skinny. No. Like. 
do it to be healthy. Yeah. yeah. You know, do it to have better energy. Your anxiety will not be as high. You'll be able to get over shit faster. Yeah. You know, it's amazing how much of these little tiny things that people don't apply to their basic lives. Well, it's like Adam Carolla always says about depression, right? He says the problem with depression, if you're depressed, you don't need drugs. You need to go running and listening to classical yeah. music, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. like you go jog and you listen to classical music, it's pretty hard to be depressed. Yeah, that's yeah. a pretty good, it's a pretty good <laughs> argument right yeah, yeah. there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think a lot of that stuff, it's, it's general lifestyle stuff that leads to more anxiety, more of these problems. And then I think, you know, we all have our low self-esteem issues. You know, we all have our like wounds and like hot buttons where yeah. we have more anxiety, you know, like I think there's, there's always certain types of girls that are going to give you more anxiety just because there's some thing in your past that caused that, you yeah. know, or whatever. Um, you know, a lot of it's, a lot of it's like very, cognitive behavioral therapy yeah. stuff. Yeah. Let, let me ask you this. Do you, do you ever deal with guys who do everything you tell them to do and then it works and because it works, that freezes them up? Like they're almost like, holy shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like fear of success? Yeah, like yeah, that, that sure. worked. Mm -hmm. Like I can't believe that worked. It's actually happening to me right now mm -hmm. and then it goes to shit. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> one, of the, one of the biggest problems for guys is getting laid too early when they find this stuff. I find uh, that that's one of the things that keeps guys from getting good because they they start to think they're already good mm. and then they go back to the fact where they're striking out all the time and they're like what the fuck's happening i'm good at this i understand this i did it that one time why doesn't mm. it work like that that one time yeah all the time so i think there's a lot of those things there's a lot of fear of success i think um i mean i think it freaks guys out when it works and it's more a separation they feel like they're getting girls because of the techniques and not because of themselves uh. more than it's a fear i think fear of success is for the most part bullshit i think it's i think it's a way that people use to justify like making bad decisions emotionally because people <laughs> everyone makes emotional decisions and then comes up with these lies and these cognitive reasons that they made them right yeah, like we yeah, all make yeah. decisions yes. emotionally and then lie to ourselves and say yeah. that's why we did it so that's emotional think, intelligence yeah, yeah i think you know like i think fear of success is one of those things where like we have a friend we always joke is the could have you know friend right yeah, like yeah. he could have had sex he could have if he wanted yeah, to yeah. it could have yeah. he chose not to right <laughs> Um, like I'm always joking. Why? I'm always joking. Like, like when he doesn't get married, I'm going to be like, he could have gotten married. He chose not to get married. Um, but yeah, so, but I mean, I think like the, the feeling like this is a tactic or a technique. This is not me is a real thing. I went through that. That was like a big, a big thing for me. Um, early on in the mystery method stuff was I just felt like I was just doing this routine and I wasn't actually cool. And like, I felt like the girls were going to like figure me out. Like I felt like I was like putting on this like smoke and mirrors routine and they yeah. were going to like figure it out. Um, well, I mean, isn't the argument that those are your training wheels? I mean, like at first you get some of those systems in place. I mean, that's the argument that I get from the other side. Yeah. I mean, uh, to me, that's a bad argument because there's mm -hmm. better ways of doing it. I mean, like, a lot of these people who teach are not very good teachers and they're not very smart. They're, so it's a two-part problem. Um, so, I mean, if you look at, like, the stuff I've been teaching since 2006 um, always starts with basic social skills. Like, everyone else is having these dudes who can't hold a conversation and ask the time go out and try to, like, tell girls to keep their hands off the merchandise and, like, do all these things that, like... <laughs> are lines that like, and there's nothing sadder than seeing a dork try to tell a hot girl that she's hitting on him. It's yeah. literally like the saddest thing <laughs> yeah, you can yeah. see in your life. Um, you know, or like putting these dudes in clothes that just don't fit them, you know, like the fucking RSD dudes who take every dude to Zara and dress every dude in the exact same blazer. And they look like they came out of the fucking loser clothes company. Like, <laughs> 
So, I mean, it's not that hard. Like, basic social skills are where you have to start. If you can't keep a conversation, if you can't have a basic conversation with a stranger for five minutes, where afterwards, if I come up and talk to them and ask them about you, they say he seemed nice and normal, you have problems and yeah. we need to start there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, that's, that's what I've been teaching for seven years. Yeah. Like, all the other people are still teaching guys to to nag or tease or be really dominant right away you can't you can't do that stuff until you do the other stuff first it's the same way you can't get hot girls until you can get sixes and fives first i mean yeah. like my number one when i used to teach boot camps my favorite thing in the world to do was when students would tell me they didn't want to approach girls because they weren't hot enough i'd be they'd be like i can get that girl i don't come on boot camps to approach girls again i'd be like cool why don't you go approach her, make out with her in 15 minutes, and if you if you can do that, then I'll let you approach any girls you want, and you can pick out all the girls you want, and if you can't, then you shut the fuck up and do what I tell you to do. Yeah. Deal? Yeah. No one ever took me up on that deal. Wow. You know why? Because it's fucking hard to approach average-looking girls and make yeah. out with them. It's yeah. not easy. Yeah. It ain't the easiest thing in the world to yeah. do. Just because you're a good-looking dude don't mean you can approach a fat girl and get her to be into you. So you got to work. If anything, your... they'll trust you even less. They're yeah. like, what does this guy want like, from you? Yeah. Right or, or they think you're like a super big loser, yeah. right? They're like, wow, like what's going on? Here? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, that's, that's like the thing is you got to build your way up. You got to start from the beginning. You're not going to get nines and tens right away. Right. If you were a dude, it's like that face. It's like in the social network. If you were the type of dude who built Facebook, you would have built Facebook. If you're yeah. the type of dude who got nines and tens, you would be getting nines and tens. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. So you got to build your way up. You got to get some fives, get some sixes, get rid of your sexual anxiety, get used to being a type of guy who gets laid, build a lifestyle where you get comfortable around women, you know, and you build your way up. And eventually you can get nines and tens, but you're not going to do it right away when you don't get any girls. You're not going to go from zero girls to nines and tens, the girls that everyone wants. Because yeah. it's competition. Like, especially in L.A., I mean, here, you're literally competing with celebrities. Like, it's it's not even, like, a yeah. joke. Like, yeah. you're competing. Like, like I fuck girls who have texts from Channing Tatum in their phone. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's not, I'm not making that up. Like, wow. it happens, you know? So magic mic, man. <laughs> like it's, it's in in different places it's fucking it's a weird fucking scene you know and with those hot girls mm -hmm. there's a ton of competition there's just there's just so many dudes trying to get at them mm -hmm. that you random cold approach dude have to be so cool and have to have so much going for you that it takes years to kind of build that presence social confidence social skills social intuition all the things that you need yeah. to be able to kind of not crack under that situation because it's also a lot of pressure you know hot girls melt guys yeah, yeah. john let me ask yeah. you this sure. how how many people are, 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 is there truth to the people who say like, well, yeah, but in my city it's different because the girls are different. Yeah. Like, so I do think know, LA is works. much harder than everywhere else. Yeah. Really? Um, I do like, yeah. I, I think LA is the hardest place I've gamed. Miami is probably second. Um, yeah. I mean, just LA, you have a lot of factors going against you. You have a very, um, flaky type of girl who mostly come here, you know, mm -hmm. most of the young actress types. That's, that's the majority of girls you run into in LA is the actress, model, prostitute type. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, a lot of them, yeah. you would be surprised, man. A yeah. lot of those hot girls you see in clubs, you also will see on escort sites. Oh, we know. Wow. Um, yeah. I mean, like, I have, I have yeah. a couple of friends who are like professional escorts and their lives, their lives are just like fucking lifestyle porn. It's like, here they are on a boat in Dubai. Here they are in a boat <laughs> yes. in Miami. Yeah. We but are never, familiar. Never, yeah. never with we a know this world. Never with a picture of the guy who's paying for it. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Yeah. Always pictures of themselves. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I think L.A. is very hard. 
Um, I think I think L.A. is markedly harder than anywhere else because of the flaky kind of actress type. Because there's a lot of really cool dudes who come to L.A. L.A. is like L.A. is like the the the, the college for cool people all around the country, right? Yeah. Like yeah. like all the people who are like the biggest stars in their town, the local celebrities. Like yeah. I used to live in Scottsdale, and Scottsdale is like the minor leagues, right? Yeah. They go to Scottsdale first, and if they can break out in Scottsdale and become a local celebrity, they migrate here. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, so you get all these people who were like the hottest girl in her city, and you know, everyone told her. She she should be a model and she comes out here and now you've got just a population of these girls who all think they're the shit and also have a bunch of dudes who are cool hollering at them all the time Hmm. um so it's it's a it's a culturally difficult place um until you get to a position of power i think power is kind of the thing in la like if you're if you have great game you're gonna do good you know but if you're like a producer or an agent you're going to kill that guy with zero work. Yeah. You know, like I always say, like I get the most pussy of guys who have to work to get pussy. The only guys who get more <laughs> pussy than me are guys who put zero effort into it, who are like professional athletes, like, you know, famous people, people in super positions of power. Right. Yeah, and, they, yeah, yeah. and they literally put no work into it. They just show up and they get pussy. So if you live your, in LA, your pussy's earned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if you live in LA, you should go to San Bernardino. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I there. mean, like, I mean, I think, for me, I think it's fun. Like, I think LA is fun because, like, the good clubs, like, it's fun. LA is interesting because you have a lot of pickup dudes who are in the shit clubs and bars. Yeah. But then you have the good bars and clubs where they can't get into, and that's, like, a fun scene. Yeah. So yeah. it's, like, it's an interesting, LA is, like, an interesting dynamic because the minor leagues is where, like, the pickup scene is, right? Like, the pickup scene is not in the major leagues because the dudes can't get in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's similar. There's also malls where pickup guys won't do. Like, the Beverly Center is notoriously a non-pickup artist mall because dudes <laughs> just get murked there. Wow. Yeah, because the girls are really hot and they're really bitchy. Yeah, and like, like I will have days at the Beverly Center where I'm like, have I really been doing this for ten years? Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> wow, you know, and yeah, it's just me and black player dudes. Like, because yeah. the Beverly Center is rough. Like, you will get hands in the face. You will yeah. get don't talk to me. Like, you will get girls not even listening to your openers and walking off. Like, so pickup artists never go there. They go to the Grove. Wow. They go to Third Street Promenade. You'll never see them at the Beverly Center because they yeah. just get murdered. Wow. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, has is there what is this like isn't a lot of that stuff from like the first generation like doesn't a lot of the world know about it now like do you get more girls like already know what the routine yeah. is i don't use routines or anything like yeah. that anymore though so i mean not you i do think that girls probably are up on it right if they so. i think they, i think the they, they, maybe maybe in like 2005 i think in 2005 you would get the most of it when the game and that stuff was popular maybe again when the show was on but mm. now i mean you can use all that stuff i don't think it's a problem girls aren't paying attention you know also, <laughs> yeah, that's true. also yeah. you have to pay you have they're to, hot chicks they have you also have to think to about like la is a population of 13 million people right mm. the game sold under a hundred thousand copies you know the vh1 show was viewed by like under 600,000 people all across the country. I mean, there's just not that many people who were watching it, you know? Like, it's just not, like, that's my whole thing with, like, all these dudes who are like, pickup pick up is going to change the world. Like, it's going to revolutionize. It's had its shot. Like, yeah. we've had multiple bites of the apple. No one gives a shit. No one cares. We're not revolutionizing shit. We're not saving the world. Shut the fuck up. Uh, with, your fucking, with your fucking, we're changing the world. It's a revolution. Go fuck yourself. Like, you're not doing shit. You're an internet fucking marketer. You don't even have a real job. Shut the fuck up. Oh my god. <laughs> Literally, bro. Like the self-importance of some of these people, man. It's like crazy. Let me ask you this. Like what do you see as like one of the biggest mistakes some like a guy who maybe again is like following, you know, the things that you tell him to do and then they finally, I don't know, nothing even big. Like they 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 get a number or right, you right. know whatever and then they just blow it after that. Right. Like, well, like what what are they doing wrong? 
Um, most of the most time. of the time they're not they're not calling or texting early enough first of all like you have to understand that cold approach is not meeting a girl through your friend it's not you know internet dating like the cold approach window is like 12 to 72 hours like if i don't get a girl out within three days of meeting her on a cold approach i'm probably not going to get her out like yeah. the days of like grinding yeah. and like phone game that's like all bullshit that's like a good example of things that used to be taught that is stupid and a waste of time yeah girls, girls will like validation no i mean like grinding away on girls in phone game like yeah. texting them and like trying to take two three weeks to get a girl out it's a waste of your time go meet a yeah. new girl yeah you know if you're not getting them out within three days if they're not responding to your text right away move on like just don't even play that stupid validation validation game because nowadays the DAC is just stacked so far against us like the whole not being able to use the phone anymore thing is a major <laughs> blow for dudes yeah. yeah nobody picks up their phone dudes yeah. or girls yeah. like no one picks up the phone the only way to get girls to pick up the phone is to trick them to text them wait till they text you back and then immediately call them while the phone's in their hand it's literally the only way to do it it's the only way you can get girls on the phone now yeah and she accidentally clicks on answer yeah, yeah. yeah and most of the time they don't pick up most of the time they like pick up and they're like oh, i'll call you right back and yeah. then they text you so I mean, the phone is so stacked in their favor, and girls are all narcissistic, especially girls out here in L.A., um, so they like the validation. For them, every time their phone blows up, it's like, I mean, you don't have to be a genius to look at this. Look at Facebook. Mm. You see hot girls. They know they're hot. They're posting pictures of themselves in bikinis yeah. to get a million likes. Why are they doing that? Because they're narcissists. <laughs> yeah. Because they need constant validation and constant yeah. reassurance that they're hot. So you texting them is the same thing as a dude going on and liking their picture. Yeah. It's them going, oh, someone likes me and wants to fuck me. Yeah, I feel good about myself for a minute. <laughs> the high that men get from getting laid, for women, it's the opposite. Exactly. It's the high they get is from denying them. For sure, for sure. <laughs> So, so uh, it's basically time. Like they're taking too they're long. Taking too long, and they're not being aggressive enough. Like yeah. you have to just get girls out. Like you have to just push for the meetup as soon as possible. You can't like bandy around and think you're being oh so clever with your little <laughs> lines yeah. and stuff. You gotta just get them out. Yeah. Um. And then the other thing is, you can't like. You can become a slave to the phone, and that can, like, make you crazy. Like, I used to, like, be crazed by the phone. Like, I would spend days texting. Like, I would literally sit there for eight hours texting, like, five different girls. Like, stupid. Yeah. Like, send your text, put your phone away, and then check it two hours later. Like, don't make this stuff harder than it has to be. Yeah. 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 Okay, so what do you do for... Um, because there, there'll be guys that... I, and I, and I can, Unfortunately, some of our listeners sure. fall yeah. into these categories. <laughs> and our friends. <laughs> I'm sure you guys can all get laid if you wanted to. Yeah. But anyways... So, like, they'll go, um, girls play too many games, and that's right. the big thing, yeah. right? Like, because we hear people, like, not, it, it, they almost talk about it like they don't know, like, that's how it's been since the dawn of time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's just, like, that's right? just like a just world bias, right? Yeah. There's a real name for that. There's a cognitive bias called the just world bias, yeah. where you expect everything to be fair. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. The world is not fair, yeah. right? Like, yeah. there's a bunch of people who are pieces of shit who are really successful, and there's a bunch of people who are good people who get cancer, get hit by cars, and fucking die. Yeah. yeah. The world is not fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you can't expect the world of dating to be fair. It is what it is. You can sit here and rail against it and i love those dudes those dudes are one of my favorites they're like but girls should call me compliments should be earned i shouldn't have to do all this like <laughs> yeah yeah shouldn't but you do yeah. i shouldn't have to work i should be because i'm a fucking brilliant millionaire genius i should be fucking rewarded with millions of dollars every month for just sitting around being myself yeah but it doesn't happen <laughs> i think you should be john so, i think you should be. you know i, I vote mean, yes i vote it's, yes it's like 
here's the thing. You're going to pay, you're going to pay for it one way or another with girls. Like one way or another, like you're going to put time in, you're going to pay money on dates. Like there's going to be effort. There's no such thing as free pussy yeah. unless you're like a fucking super famous person. Right. I mean, yeah. that's, that's basically it. And even them, a lot of them go to hookers too, you know? Yeah. So yeah. what I'm saying is you've got to understand the way the world works. Sex is a fungible asset for women. And what that means is it can be traded and bartered for various things. So women are going to get something like whether it's status, whether it's bragging rights to her friends, whether it's physical attraction, whether it's, you know, a good time, whether it's an emotional connection, they're going to get something out of having sex. Like women are not just having sex with, because you're a dude, you know, like yeah. the dudes who sit there and go, well, it's evolution and they should, it's, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't work. And, that and way. At, the, at this point, there's no reason to fight that battle. I mean, right? why? You're just like, you're just, you're fighting a never ending battle. It's like traffic, right? It's like, it's, you can get real mad when you're stuck in traffic, but it ain't going to change anything. Yeah. 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 You know, like you can pound the steering wheel, but it doesn't make the cars magically, you know, yeah, yeah. in front of you. Yeah. So what you, what you hope to do with, with your clients is you hope to equip them to be able to maneuver through this unfair fucking world, right? Yeah. I mean, I think for what I want to do for them is I want to explain what's real and what's not. Yeah. Right. I want to, I want to show you what is realistic, what's possible, what isn't, and then show you how to move through this in a way that's going to be the most efficient and give you the least bullshit headaches and kind of drama and issues, you yeah. know, and that's, that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm at. Huh. Yeah. You know what? I don't know why I just thought of this random question right now. Mm. Is there a gay pickup community? I don't, I don't think, think there needs it. to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I guess it kind of you know, defeats the like, purpose. That's true. Dude, yeah. I wish I was Maybe gay. For my brother is no. gay. Dude, I, if I were gay, yeah. if I were gay, my life would be yeah. so much better. Number one, I, I could agree. punk dudes all the time without yeah. them doing shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gay dudes, you can't hit them. That's true. Gay yeah. dudes bitch me out all the time. Yeah. They're the only dudes who I can't hit because yeah, they're like, yeah. eh, family, my friend. I'm like, yeah. what am I going to do? This dude's like literally pushing me, this fucking gay guy. I'm going to bash this guy and go to jail for a hate crime. Yeah. You know, like. And by the way, the last time we were here, we met some gay dudes who could absolutely whoop our fucking can't have that happen. Yeah. Well, Let's just be honest. Allegedly, <laughs> rumors around the MMA world are that welterweight no. superstar George St. Pierre might be a gay no. guy. Allegedly. I've heard that from several yeah. guys who train in Montreal. Well, That's all I'm all saying. You. George... That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so I'm sure he read that somewhere, George. That's second best pound for pound uh, fighter in the world uh, might be a little gay French dude. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, George is our next guest. I mean, he dresses really, really well. Yeah, he does dress real. <laughs> you right. never see him with women either. Yeah. Every time they pan to him cage side, he's never with girls. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Um, but yeah. yeah, so I mean, like, I think I, I, George, I don't endorse that at all. <laughs> I don't, you know. This is this is this is just strictly rumor, yeah. locker room rumors. The opinions expressed on the Crappy Awesome right, podcast yeah. by Crappy Awesome guests <laughs> do not exactly. reflect that of Proof of Life Entertainment. Exactly. Allegedly, apparently, supposedly, secondhandly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that works. I thought you were going to say Rampage. That's why. <laughs> No, no, okay. no, but I mean, like, I mean, there's got to be, there, there's got to be multiples, because I mean, you just figure it's statistics. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, any, oh no, there's no doubt that there's in any population. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be in the NBA, NFL, MLB. Like, they've got to be in all the professional sports. Just yeah. you know, yeah, not, yeah. But you know what, you guys, yeah, I guess you guys are right. There's no reason to really have that in the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Who parties like they yeah, do? Gay yeah. dudes have sex at the gym, bro. Like, yeah, you go to that. True. Like, I literally will not go to certain gyms in West Hollywood because like dudes bang in the fucking bathroom. Yeah, like I've yeah. walked in on it. Like, yeah. I'm not making this up. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I used to go to this gym 
um, oh, Bally's, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I was in San Diego, and uh, you'd go into the bathroom, and I think I told Rosh this a few mm. times. For some reason, some dude would always want to come completely naked and put his foot up onto oh, yeah. like, no, the, where the sink happens. is, and yeah. they're like, dude, he's naked. I mean, balls are waving. And he just wants to dry his feet. Were they I'm old? like, really? Is yeah. He old? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like at some point you get old enough that no one wants to see you naked, so yeah. you just want to put it out there. Yeah, you yeah. go to the gym, and you're just like, I'm naked, bitches, and you have to work. <laughs> you know? Like, I'm serious. They it's don't like, ever really work yeah. out. No. Like, they just go no, in there and change there a bunch of times. Yeah. I know, I know in, uh, in Hillcrest, the gay community in San Diego, they yes. tried to open like some downtown style nightclubs. Uh -huh. Dramatic failure, right? Because like gay dudes like don't need bottle service. Yeah. The straight guys do that to impress the girl. Right. Oh. Yeah, you don't need yeah. to. Like, if you yeah. walk into a club, like imagine, I, I tell like, okay, my straight friends who don't have any gay friends right. or gay experiences, they're like, how come they're always like partying and they're always like boning? Like they're just such deviants. I'm like, no, listen to me. You're just jealous because yeah, if literally. you walked into the club and every single girl you met had the same shit on her mind that you did, you would be partying happy hour every single fucking That's night. True. There's That's no one true. to stop it. Yeah. You know, I mean, like the the girl's the one who puts the brakes on sex. So you yeah. got one dude, and another dude, yeah. no brakes, yeah, yeah, no brakes, <laughs> no brakes, head on collision. Chris, actually, Chris said it the best. Chris, like, gay men are basically like just men with its volume turned all the way up. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For they're real. as oh, man as it yeah. gets. Yeah. They're, yeah. So, yeah. they're conquering each other all yeah. day. It's just and like fucking cavemen. Like burly, rugged, like survivalist gay dudes. Yo, like, yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. all like flaming. Yeah, like yeah, some of them are yeah. like some like rugged. Yeah. Like I talk like this. We call those yeah. bears. Yeah, yeah. Do you like their leather? I try not to call them at all. <laughs> I'm not getting fucked up by a big bear. You would be a great bear. Yeah. Well, thank you, dude. I take that as a compliment. It We're big compliment. with the gays. <laughs> we are big with the gays. Hey, um. So, but this is what I want to know because. Okay. I think a lot of, and we, I mean, we talk about issues with dating and love and on the show a lot. Yeah. And we get the, it's we the get one the topic mail. nobody ever gets tired of, by right. the way. Right, right, right. Every okay. song is about. Yeah. So if there is a girl, like the, uh, the, the one girl listener that's listening to this show right, right. now, who, who's going, How fat are you, one girl like, listener? Okay, okay. So she's. <laughs> How dare you, sir? She's, My she's God, a man. porn star. <laughs> plumpers are porn stars. I mean, there's, that, there's, there's a category. There's okay, plumpers. so she's looking at this and going, well, what about love? What about romance? Like, you're fucking it up. Okay. Like, what the fuck? Okay. Um, well, I'm the wrong person to talk to you about that <laughs> yeah. since I'm basically emotionally dead. But, um... Well, welcome to the party. You yeah. know, like... <laughs> We're good. Love is like it, a chemical. It's just oxytocin. You gotta fight through that, you know? Yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> that's my thought on love. Yeah. You just gotta fight through that chemical reaction, you know? <laughs> you gotta go, eh, this isn't real. Uh, I, gotta, um, I gotta tell you, the smartest girls I've known have been the ones that I've had, like, a sexual relationship with for a while, and they've, like, said point blank, like, you know what? I'm getting attached. I know that these aren't logical feelings. I know we're not supposed to be together. Peace, I'm out. Yeah, peace, I'm out. Like, I just can't be around you for a while yeah, until this goes away. It's the unfortunate human condition that, um... You want to eat your cake. You want to have your cake and eat it yes. too. Yeah. Yes, right. So, I don't understand that phrase by the way. I what the deserve fuck else are you to do with that cake. I don't either. What else do you do? With cake? I'm with you. I'm totally with you. Like you just want to have a piece of cake, but you're not yeah. going to eat it. Like yeah. you're just like, look at my cake. I'm, it's I'm, for I the guests. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, How dare you eat my cake? But yeah, I mean, like this is the basic hypocrisy that I think I struggle with as a human being. Is you know, there's a lot of things that we want to do, and we want to do the opposite, right? It's like you want an emotional connection and something real, but you also want the freedom to fuck other girls you mm. want to make a lot of money but you also want to have your principles and not have to compromise yourself to yeah. do it you know i mean there's there's these basic 
paradoxes in humanity, I think, in general. And I hate to talk in macro because I start to sound like Mystery, who thinks he's more important than he is. But <laughs> I just think I don't have the answer for the love question. I mean, it's out of my pay grade. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't, I think everyone has to make their individual choice. For me, I really hate children. Yeah. Like, with a passion. Yes. Like, I think I would be a Small, terrible Small, retarded father. human being. Like, I think I would be a terrible father, and I think that it's actually better. Like, I'm, I've gotten a vasectomy because I don't want kids. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not. You really not, have? Uh-huh. Yeah. True story. Wow, I, don't just tell, awesome. I don't just tell wow. girls that, so I don't have to use yeah. condoms. It has the balls. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, but, so, for me, like, I'm really, like, I, I think I would be a terrible per- father. I don't want them. I think they're gross. I don't. I think it's kind of selfish. I think, like, why am I so great that we need more of me? You yeah. know? Like, I, I could not agree with you more. Um, so I think if you don't want kids, then marriage makes no sense because you're just giving someone half your shit. I agree. Fuck yeah. out of here with that shit. Yeah. You weren't with me shooting in the gym. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, so for me, like those two options are pretty off the table. I'm pretty straightforward with girls about that. However, I will say I would be the, – the people I know who are better than me with women, which there are people out there that mm. exist – um, they all lead girls on in a way that I don't. Mm. Um, and I think that that's kind mm. of one of the, to be like really at the top level with women, I think you have to kind of do a little bit of lead on game yeah. and make them think there's a future in it. Cause otherwise they won't stick around. Yeah. Cause once yeah. they see there's no future, like you just said, they'll be like, I'm getting attached, you know, mm. and they'll bounce. So, Man, so is, you kind of is... balance out the karma, right? Cause I mean, you are being, your, your cards are on the table from right. the, from the get go. Yes, I'm very straightforward. That, um, look, that is that's really great that you brought that up because that's always been my biggest question from like people in the pickup community and yeah. everything. Yes. There's so much talk about how to approach and how to, you know, do this and how to get laid and stuff. Right. Nobody ever talks about how you're supposed to let them down for lack, right. of, lack of a better description. Mm-hmm. They how lie. are you supposed they to break platitudes? Here's another one of the community things that's full of shit. Leave her better than you are. What are you going to do? Give her a handful <laughs> of cash? How are you leaving someone better than they are? Fuck out of yeah. here. You live on a sofa your <laughs> what are you here you know like so, uh, so what, what i mean other I mean, than think, being blunt like you got to be blunt up front basically i mean you gotta saying. every man has to have his code you know mm. i mean i think you have to you have to number one understand that girls are crazy right yes. and i'm not saying that like haha bitches are crazy like i'm saying that in that you can do everything right and girls can still yes. freak out on you even though you were completely up front yeah. you were honest you never let her on you never did anything bad you always treated her right you can do everything right and girls can still freak out on you even though you did everything right yeah. Yeah. so you have to understand that first of all <laughs> everybody in the room is nodding their head yeah, yeah. 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 so <laughs> you just have to understand that first of all that like breakups are gonna be bad mm. right mm. most of the time now most of my breakups luckily knock on wood since i you know got less crazy and stopped dating a lot of strippers most of my breakups <laughs> have not been too bad um but i'm also very drama free like mm. i don't like drama like there's a lot of people who say they don't like drama and then have these dramatic back and forth relationships with their girls yeah. and i also don't keep a main girl um on the side who i like tell is my girlfriend while i'm fucking around you know i think yeah. that's the big thing that gets you in a lot of trouble mm. to me that was the thing where i've seen every breakup that i've seen go really bad and i've seen some bad ones suicide attempts crazy shit um it's because the guy was saying you're my girlfriend and fucking around on the side. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I never wanted to do that. And, I, and when I got into this, I thought you, you that the whole point of being good with girls was so you wouldn't have to do that. Um, but huh. I mean, I think, I think at some point you, you have to understand that like relationships are, girls are not going to, for a long time, the community was like, Oh yeah, you can have five girlfriends for years and years and they'll never have problems with it. That's bullshit. Yeah. Right. There's basically, you get like, you get about three months 
of like freedom like this doesn't have to be defined That's anything a good number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know then you'll get like the first ultimatum you can probably like ice skate around the first ultimatum buy yourself <laughs> another like month or two you know but like six months in if it's not going anywhere it's not going anywhere, yeah, yeah you know yeah. um so you know girls are not going to stick around because again it's like they're they're you have to look at it from her perspective like she's got a limited amount of time to find a dude, especially if they're really hot. And I've had, like, super hot girls. There was this 32-year-old I was having sex with in Miami when I lived there. And she was, like, one of the hottest girls I've ever set, been with. And um, she, like, a month or two into it was like, well, you know, I just turned 33. And I got to find a husband in the next two years. And obviously, you're not my husband. So yeah. I got to bounce, you know? Yeah. Like, she was wow. very aware that she had, like, two more years of her, like, prime in her, like, being a nine, you know? And then she had to cash wow. that in on a That's good very husband, logical. Yeah. You know? <laughs> And I think all girls think like that. You know, they realize, especially hotter girls, because they see it happen with their mom, right? If mm-hmm. a girl's a 9 or a 10, she saw her mom, who was probably a 9 or a 10, and she watched how when she was, like, 5 or 6 and her mom was, like, 25, 30, she got all this attention. Then when she turned, like, 35, the attention, people stopped holding doors, you yeah. know? They stopped getting free shit at the supermarket. Like, yeah. you know, all that stuff started to happen. So she sees it. And so this is one of the reasons I think hot girls are so fundamentally crazy is because they've got this hourglass in the back of their mind where they think, okay... I've basically got till 30, maybe 31 to lock down a rich dude or a mm. dude who at least is going to provide for me. Yeah. You know, like I can have my one kid with the fucked up dude, the, the fucking yeah. tattooed, like <laughs> alpha dude that we yeah. all wish we were, that yeah. none of us are ever going to be. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, but then, you know, I got to fucking lock down a dude who's going to provide some, st- some stability. So for hot girls, they're always thinking like, uh, otherwise all this was for nothing. Right? Well, yeah. You got to think about it, right? Like a hot girl, her life is basically the shit, right? Yeah. I mean, like <laughs> absolutely the clubs fly open. She's always yeah. partying with the coolest people. Right. They're celebrities. She's being invited all over she the world. She can go out with zero dollars. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. have an awesome night. Yeah. Right. You know, like they never think of the bill, like everything, you know, <laughs> like SLS dinners are free to them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dinners and Andre Bazaar, there's free dinners. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so, but that doesn't last forever, you know? And so you're basically like, like it's like they're slowly nudging you out of Eden, right? Yeah. So, and she knows it's happening, and it makes them crazy. I mean, I really, I think it makes them crazy. Yeah. Um. So it's almost a curse. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, it's almost a curse. Like it, 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 it that, that would fuck me up. If it, 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 like people it, always ask, like, would you like to live the life of a millionaire for only one year? Would you do it? I'm like, no, I wouldn't want it for one year because then the rest of my right. life I'm going to be thinking about. And yeah. psychologically, I don't have that anymore. And, and psychologically, like a loss, we have loss aversion, right? So you, it's psychologically much more harmful to lose something. Like you could make a million dollars and you'd be pumped, but if you lost a million dollars, you'd yeah. be a hundred times more depressed and yeah. more pumped that you made. Yeah. It, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So when you lose something, it's always more painful. Um. So yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of reasons hot girls are crazy. That's my number one. So you're talking about love. Mm -hmm. So you feel like for you, is it ever happened? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I lived with a girl. I mean, I I had a very intense relationship with this girl, Kristen, for a year and a half. Um, Yeah, I mean, I've... I would like, I mean, there was just a girl who like, she just left to go travel the world because she's a wandering soul like me, but I mean, I would have made her my girlfriend if she stayed in LA. Like I, I Mm. was, I'm all about her, you know? Like, so, I mean, I think it happens. Like I just, there's a softer side of, I mean, I think a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Emotionally dead. (laughs) There are, there are girls that I really like, you know, I mean like they're, but they're rare and I generally tend to fuck it up with them. Yeah. (laughs) Those are the two, those are the two tenants that, uh, they're rare. You know, I meet maybe like three of them a year and I usually fuck that shit up. So, okay. So wait, wait, the first part of that, a good thing that they're rare, that they should be rare. 
No, you, I wish I met you know? him every day. Yeah, <laughs> no. well, no, I mean, that's. I think that's where girls fuck up. Yeah. Is that, no, I wish I met less yeah. of the fucking aspiring actresses that I meet every day in my life. Yeah, and no, no, I, I, I'm. What I'm saying is, I, I disagree with you because, like, that's what girls. Girls will start dating the guy, and then it'll immediately start moving towards relationship. Right. And what I tell them is, like, dude, what, like, why? You just because he happens to be there? Right. Yeah. Set your standards higher. <laughs> For sure. Like, you should look at him and be like, dude, I don't like where this guy's going. I don't like his job. Like, don't try to change that. Yeah. Like, move on and get somebody else who's better. Your standards should be up there. Oh, yeah. It should be hard to sure. find. Yeah. If it was easy to find, everybody would have it. Yeah. And the divorce rate wouldn't be 50 whatever percent it is now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, okay, so no kids for sure. Mm-hmm. That's done. Done. Okay, so it. then that definitely... I, I would assume, like, just even statistics. Oh, yeah, I don't bring that up. Statistics. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's where I was going with no, that. No, I don't bring yeah. that up. Though I did have a girl try to pull a pregnancy scare, like, right after it happened. And I was like, <laughs> so funny thing about this. <laughs> you, should have, you should have just totally said, yes, it's mine. Yeah. And then he gets bored. Like, it's a miracle. I can't. Oh, no. What no, do you mean it's a miracle? It was, oh, yeah. There's no way this can happen. Oh, no, though, it was, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was worth it. It was, yeah. it was amazing. You've had that before right chris oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, they like pretend, like i missed my period well like yeah. have they ever sent you the like the the pregnancy test that's positive like the picture with the phone that's no. a fun that's a fun new ad wow no, i had that one picture phones let me see if i have yeah one. that would only wow. exist in this day and age um, yeah. yeah yeah i don't think i have it saved <laughs> no i didn't save that's it. a great yeah trip, that though. was the one i got though but yeah like that's that's uh but it doesn't even have to be theirs yeah. right it's like a good fucking extortion tactic sure. You so, can just Google it. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Okay, so what about as, like for guys, as they start to get older, right? right do, do you feel like their their approach or, or their techniques should change sure. yeah, with absolutely. age? Yeah. Um, so as you get older, you have to accept a couple of things. Um, the first thing is you have to accept that like the super young girls are going to be out once you're over a certain age. Yeah. Mm. So, like, once you're over 40, you shouldn't probably be hitting on 18 to 20-year-olds. <laughs> probably true. shouldn't. I mean, I probably will. Like, yeah. I yeah. Yeah. I sleep with a lot of 18-year-olds now. Yeah. Like, I am all about the 18 to 20-year-old. Eddie's, plan- Eddie's fully, planning to stay around that area, too. And I fully intend <laughs> yeah. on staying in that age range. Um, but I think, in general, for most guys, unless you're, like, super good with women already. I mean, like, there, there are dudes. I have a friend named Al who's 44 and hits on 18-year-olds. And he's, like, he's on the juice. He's, like, one of these... Yeah. Uh, He's a South Bay guy. I don't know if you know guys from like Hermosa Beach. Like yeah. he's one of those typical like affliction wearing. Oh stuff. really? Super good Hermosa, tan. Yeah. Super tan. Goes to Vegas all yeah. the time. Like goes yeah. to pool yeah. parties. Um, and he hits on eighteen year olds all the time. And he's like he's like rejection proof. Like girls will be like, "You're older than my dad." And he's like, "So do you want to go out?" And she's like, "No, I'm saying you're literally older than my father. I would never go out with you." He's like, "So how's Tuesday night?" And the girl's like, "No, I'm never going out with you." And he literally just like he's does he's that a, work? No. <laughs> no, but he does it. I mean, every now and then it does. He does hook up yeah. with eighteen year olds every yeah. now and then. But I mean, he gets rejected a lot to get. Okay, to that. L- well, let's get specific. Let's say so, you're between twenty to thirty. What's right. what you should be doing? What, if you're between thirty to forty, what you should be doing? And if you're between 40 sure. and 50, what you should be sure. doing. Sure. So 20 to 30, don't even worry about age. age. If anything, worry about going after girls who are older than you rather than, you know, because it's harder as a 21-year-old to, to go after a 27-year-old. It's yeah. going to be tough, yeah. you know? Um, 30, I think I think guys become most attractive to girls around 32, 33. Yeah. Um, late 30s, you know, again, most guys don't really want teenagers anyway because they're fucking yeah. stupid. Um, they are. That's my favorite part yeah. about them. That's why I think they're so easy. Yeah. Like, I, like guys complain about like girls being like like young girls being hard. I think younger girls are easier because they're dumb. Like they're not smart. 
They're much stupider than my I am. Like, like 18 year olds, like everything I say to her, she's never heard the shit that comes out of my mouth before. And everything I say to her is new and is amazing. Well, a 25 year old, she's like, yeah, yeah, I've heard that before. I've met dudes who are cooler than you. Uh huh. Yeah. Like, so. Well, he doesn't like kids. Come on. Yeah. All right. Um, but no, so, uh, like if you're not going after the teenagers, which I don't recommend, even though I do it, there's my hypocrisy. Um, then, you know, I think, I think basically a good rule for if a girl's too young for you or not is that's half your age plus three. Mm. So, like, if she's younger than that, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, if you're, like, 39, 21's too young, yeah. right? But yeah. 24, 25 would be all right. Um, the big thing with age is you have to not make it a deal. I think people make it a way bigger deal. I will say in Los Angeles, it's a bigger deal than it is other places. So just a caveat, if you're in LA, it is a larger deal than it is literally anywhere else in the country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just because people are more superficial here. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so you you don't want to make it a big deal. You want to get behind it. Like the first thing I do when I start talking to 18 year olds is I tell them they're dumb and 18. I'm like, oh my God, you're 18. I'm like, you're like, you shouldn't even be allowed to talk to me. I'm like, it's just not even fair. It's like yeah. playing chess against someone who's never played before. <laughs> I'm like, honestly, like I'm like playing talk- chess with John. I'm like, honestly, like, <laughs> I'm going to talk you into like prostitution and like hard drugs in 30 minutes and it's not even going to be hard. Like, and they're like, no, no, you know, and I'm just like, Ugh, you know, and then like, I'm, and I, I do that the whole time. I'm like, ah, you know, I would, I would want to hang out with you, but you're 18. I'm like, you're too young. And I make them show me two forms of government. ID. Like I do, I do tons of shit what like that. What do you that. do with an 18 year old anyway? Hey, <laughs> come on. I mean, where like, do you go? Do you take them out for ice sex- cream? It gets sexual real. I, I have actually taken them out you for ice cream. I have. That sounds horrible. You did that just for a story. Have. I did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, for that, like, what I've noticed is, like, okay, so this comes to, like, the idea of demographics. There's mm-hmm. going to be certain sets of girls that every guy does better with. For me, I do better with girls who are between 18 and 20 and are slightly artistic or, like, you know, do something kind of artsy, creative, left brain. Mm-hmm. And I also do well with girls who are, like, 30 and, like, really professional, like, lawyer, career type, like, like kind of type A. Yeah. Those two, I kill it with. If it's yeah. e- if it's if a girl's either one of those types, it's just almost always I get them. Just because yeah. yeah. they're they're really that's my demographic. You that's know, funny. I, the latter plus tends that to be, you're like a combination of the two. Right. Yeah. 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 That's funny. The latter tends to be more mine than the former. I think is more Chris. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So so for me, I understand that those are the girls that I get. Like the the fucking twenty five year old super hot like model actress clip. Mm. Like I yeah. get those chicks, but it's a struggle. Like yeah. it's not easy like it is with yeah. the other. Yeah. Girls. Like I have to fucking work. You know. Um, so you got to figure out what your demographics are, no matter who you are, because there's going to be girls who do do better with. I have a friend who does really good with black girls. He's really into black girls. He's kind of like a wigger. He dresses, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. talks kind of black with a yeah. black scent. So he does really good with black girls. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, I have another friend who does really, really good with Asian girls and he's really into Asian girls. Yeah, so you got to figure out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. A lot of, a lot of those white guys. Yeah. That's, I mean, if you're a white dude though, you do better with Asian girls. Like that's, yes. that's racism and you're not supposed to talk about that, but you yeah. do. Yeah. And no, you also, it's you absolutely also, true. Yeah. yeah. It just, yeah. it just, it does tend to happen like yeah. it's just I, I think you also and here's another borderline again not endorsing it but i think you do better with black girls when you're a white guy too I think yeah i think it's a little easier absolutely I think really. it's just a little easier yeah. i think it's like so a too. status thing isn't it like think, I'm, I'm getting a white guy yeah, of course. Exa- yeah. i think i yeah. think so it's, it's and you're also just exotic i think yeah. exotic is another big part of it you're different than what they normally get right if you yeah. normally get hit on always by black guys and a white guy hits on you it's going to stand out yeah. just because it's different yeah so i think that's part of it um 
Back to the young thing, you got to get behind the ball. If you're worried about age, you want to disqualify the girl first for being too young. You want to make fun of her for being young before she can do it to you. Because whoever gets to the age thing first is going to really set the frame of reference on how it's going to be handled. Ah. If she's like, if she's like, can I ask how old you are? You're already in trouble because yeah. now she's thinking old guy and yeah. like, how old are you? Yeah. So I do that to yeah. them. I go, how old are you? You're like 20, aren't you? You're like young. Yeah. And they're like, no, I'm like, and then, and then I kind of go from there. Yeah. Um, the other thing I'll say, um, for guys who are dating, you know, older, like guys who are dating mid twenties, um, I'll always talk about how girls are crazy till they're 25. So I'll use that to like qualify girls in their mid twenties. Um, so, you know, if a girl's like 25, 26, I'll be like, okay, that's cool. You're past, you're past the dateable yeah. line. I'm <laughs> dateable till they're 25. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so you want to get ahead of it, and then you don't want to try to be too young, right? The, yeah. the worst thing in the world is the old guy in the affliction shirt and the true religion jeans yeah. And, yeah. The, and the dyed hair, you know, trying to yeah, like, yeah, look yeah. like he's a 20-year-old. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have to play the older <laughs> The kind faux of, hawk. Yeah. yeah. You're going to have to play the like older, knows more about the world type of guy role as opposed to the kind of party on her level. You don't want to be her peer. You want to kind of be the authority on something yeah. when you're an older guy because yeah. that's a role that's going to fit better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like the guys I know who do the best one of the guys i know who does the best with women is a yoga teacher in la and he's like 60 years old and just has like hot 20 year olds throwing themselves <laughs> wow constantly. fucking pimp man what awesome good for him gangster. does that dude that dude doesn't even live in our world yeah. no dude like, teaches, can we like, hire him no he literally like it's, it's funny because like he knows what i do and like he's talked to me about like like girl stuff because he like teaches tantra workshops yeah and yeah, like yeah. so he'll like he'll he'll come to me and be like yeah i had a bad weekend i had, like three threesomes but i messed up on this one one i was like bro <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't even want to hear that shit. Yeah. I'm like, not even trying to hear it at all. Wow. We just, heard, we just heard a story earlier today about a dude smoking crack and almost starting himself on fire. That's yeah. a bad day. Yeah, that's a bad like, day. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. A threesome yeah. and it wasn't that good. That's, yeah, like, yeah. exactly. So, I mean, I think... You know, you wanna you wanna kind of take that authority role. You don't wanna you don't wanna try to be too young. You don't wanna try to game her like a guy on her level. You know, you don't you wanna you wanna kind of make her qualify herself more, make her prove that she's mature. You know, tell her she's not old enough, she's not sophisticated enough, she hasn't seen enough of the world. That yeah. kind of stuff is gonna work better as an older guy. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. Okay, so let me ask you this: in your line of work, I mean, obviously you have a lot of experience with different types of guys. Yes. So you know, you know the gamut of guys that are out there. You probably yes. know every type of guy. Yes. Uh, when you, if if you have a girl that comes to you for advice, mm-hmm. some real solid yep. advice. I have mostly female friends. So yeah, I yeah. A lot, yeah. And they're like, you know, I, I'm I met this guy. He seems nice. But, you know, I don't know, like, yeah, I, I'm kind of scared to get in, you know. I, I teach what girls to do everything that me? I don't put up with. Yeah. Um, oh. Basically, I teach girls to do everything that would make me tell them to leave. Yeah. Because that's the stuff that gets guys who want to be in relationships, you know. So they need to define ah. their relationship. Mm. They need to talk early on about what's going on. They need to not go over to the dude's house for the second date. Yes. You know? Very important. They right? need to make sure he takes them on real dates. They need to make sure that he calls them and, and sets up dates in advance rather than text them at 11 p.m. and tries to get them to come over. Yeah. Right. Um, they need to define the relationship within after sleeping with them. Where is this going? What yeah. do you see? Is there a future? In yeah. This? Yeah. Right. All the stuff that I would be like, eh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But a guy who's you know going to be serious and going to be a long term relationship is going to be like, oh, you know, I really care about you. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah. They need to show yeah. those things right up, front, right up front. Right. Otherwise, get the fuck out yeah. of there. Otherwise, I mean, like, and I always tell them to know what they want. Right. I mean, like, my two best friends are, are these two girls. 
And I always tell them, one of them has a boyfriend and one of them doesn't. And um, I always tell them, like, when they're dealing with guys, to kind of know what you want to get out of the relationship. Because the most important person in any relationship is always you. Like, that sounds yeah. bad, but you've yeah. got to know what you want out of the relationship Absolutely. so that you can kind of try to get that and be fulfilled and then hopefully be fulfilling to the other person. So if you are just going, if you're just having fun and dating, cool, then continue to hang out with the guy. But if you're looking for a boyfriend, then you need to eliminate all guys who aren't boyfriend material. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. that's, that's kind of, the do, thing. do you find that a lot of women seem to, and we talk about this a lot on the show that mm. they have this, this crazy ability to suspend logic yes. oh my in, God. in order oh. to yeah. make, you know, it Dude. fit their fantasy, you know, because white it, knight on a horse, right? Like, so, okay. I have I, a really good example. Yeah, yeah. Sorry to cut you off. No, go ahead. We have a friend Willow who's the fucking, he's really good with girls cause he's super tall and good looking and <laughs> he's, he's had a good look. Yeah. yeah wow. No shit. Here, here's a challenge. The irony. All, here's a challenge for all your listeners. Find a guy who's six foot four, who doesn't have a hot girlfriend. Find yeah, one. I'm six five. I don't have a hot girlfriend. Yeah. Well, I would <laughs> give your fucking ethnic model. and and also kind of like stringy. You know, yeah. like, if you were like jacked, you'd have a girlfriend. Yeah, there you go. Um, there you go. I tell them the juice. I tell them every show. Every show I tell them. Got to get on the juice. Yeah, I got to get on the juice. Um, but like, so he's had this girlfriend. Jamba juice. He's had yeah. this girlfriend, Susie. He's given her multiple STDs. She's. We've been on a boys trip in multiple. Vegas. Multiple. Multiple. Yeah. We've been on a boys trip in Vegas where she happened to be in Vegas too. Didn't tell any of us. Saw him and me and two of our. Their friends making out with girls outside of a club oh, didn't man. like didn't break up with him. Wow. Um, has fucking has he's she's been like asleep in his apartment while he fucked her friend on the sofa wow. while she was in the other yes. room. Yes, and this she guy's knows your about friend? this. Not really my friend. <laughs> okay. he's, he's like he's no, he's. <laughs> Okay, it's hard to explain. Yeah. We all hate him, but he's like an af- he's like an acquaintance of an acquaintance. Like none of us chill with him. We all hate him. Like yeah, if he's yeah. in, I'm out. Like, yeah. but he's he's an interesting. Character. Yeah, we know a few of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, we know plenty but of yeah, like so this girl, she literally is just lying to herself. She's just telling him she's gonna marry me one day. You know, she's just hanging yeah. on, if hoping I just, if I can wait. Him if out. I can just wait it out. He's yeah. just gonna get out of this system. He's not cheating on me. Like all these lies, you yeah. know, and just girls have an incredible ability to lie to themselves when they like a guy. Ladies, you know, ladies, know, we've talked about this how many yeah. times, right? <laughs> Uh-huh. This uh-huh. this gentleman has had a lot of experience You're with guys. Hearing it from the horse, you know, I mean, he knows what they think, what they what they talk about, and I haven't disagreed with anything mm-hmm. he said. You know about the thought process of men. Yeah, yeah. that's what happens. Yeah. That's the reality. Let me tell you something though. That's this is, and we know this because we've seen so much of it when we go out and we party. Yeah, yeah. Like our biggest fear as men, though, mm-hmm. is that let's say like I do want to settle down with right. a girl, and yes. I do find that girl that's not hooking up with me on the first date or right. whatever. Like she is like about her business. She's mm-hmm. following the advice that you're giving her. Right. But I, I don't think listen it's about though, hooking up. No, no, no. Listen though. What happens yeah. though is 10 years later, uh, she stops seeing the guy that she's with as like her man. For sure. And she's out at the club and ready to go home with one of us. Yeah. It that, happens. that is the thing that terrifies the fuck out of men. I mean, it happens. You can't, where do you draw that line? He somehow lost okay. his manhood. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah. here's the thing, right? Is like it all comes back to Vicky Cristina Barcelona. Everything I love that movie. Cristina Barcelona. <laughs> yeah. um, Have you seen that, Chris? No. You should. Good it's good. Yeah. Um, you've got to be willing to like suffer the heartbreaks to like have have a chance of a successful relationship. Like if you don't put yourself out there and risk it, then you're not going to have a successful relationship. You know, there's no way to be in a relationship with one foot safely. You know, yeah. like that's just relationships. Yeah. So I mean, 
You lose it. Relationships, I think relationships go bad because the woman's not fulfilled on one of three levels. She's either not fulfilled sexually, Mm -hmm. because I think a lot of the times, 10 years down the road, you know, like the sex kind of peters out, you know, people let themselves go. I mean, that's like one of the problems I have had in relationships is girls gain weight when they get into a relationship. And then you have to be like, yo, we need to go work out more because you were super hot when we started (laughs) dating. And now... You're still hot, but that's but a real thing. You're saying real like thing. what he's this saying happens. right yeah. now is what a lot of guys think. It's yeah. it's like buying a BMW. Yeah. You try to take care of it and everything, and then one day you wake up and it's a Volkswagen. Well, I mean, it like, makes uh, sense. It makes sense why it happens yeah. though, too, because I mean, like you get comfortable, right? Yeah. Like you're, exactly. Instead of going to the gym, you're laying in bed, you know. Right, and it happens to guys too. I'm not saying yeah. it happens Absolutely. to just girls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just you're not you're not like out on the prowl anymore, you yeah. know. So you you kind of let yourself go. Um, but I mean, I think, I think all relationships, I don't, I'm not one of those guys who thinks every woman cheats and it always goes to shit 10 years in. Cause I've seen successful relationships. I've yeah, seen absolutely. parents, friends who have, you know, absolutely. successful relationships. I know people who have successful relationships. So I think it is possible. Um, but it's a lot of work, you know, mm-hmm. like that's the thing that I think people don't understand about relationships. Like I have a mentor who's a, a really successful businessman and he's like a millionaire, like really successful business guy. And he says the hardest thing he's ever done is is his 15 year marriage. He's like, my marriage is the hardest thing I've ever worked at. He's like, it's the most fulfilling thing I've ever done. I love it. I love being married, but it's the hardest thing I've ever done. Yeah. This is a guy who's built million dollar businesses, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's hard work being in a relationship. And I think a lot of people just assume it's going to be easy once you find the person. And I really think it's all, it's all culture. You know, it's all, Disney fairy tales and these myths and and this kind of bullshit that we're sold, you know, like one of my favorite movies is 500 Days of Summer. You yeah. guys seen that? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I think that's a really realistic look at relationships. Yeah. I think that that's a very realistic movie in terms yeah. of what happens when sometimes people things date. don't make sense. Right. Right. And sometimes <laughs> yeah. shit just doesn't work, exactly. you know? Yeah. And that's that's life and sometimes it just doesn't work and you did everything you could have and it's not like there was a tactic or a trick that you could have done that would have made it work. It's just some things don't work and most people aren't right for each other. Other, yeah. You know? So I think it's tough. I think you have to be really aware of where your partner is. And I think people change too. And you have to be aware that the person you love is going to change. For me, the major thing, and one of the reasons I'm very anti kids is I think they ruin relationships. And I'm, I'm that's a strong statement, but yeah. I'm, I'm going to say that because women love their children more than they love their men. And yes. you'll hear every woman in the world say that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I just talked to a married dude yesterday who said that. Who admitted I mean, it's, that. It's every, it's every yeah. woman in the world. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I have, one of my friends is a, is a mom of three. Yeah. And she, you know, she just got divorced. And after, for years telling us that she loved her kids more than she loved her yeah. husband. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I think the real mind, the real fuck for guys is that you get, in, you get invested in this relationship where it's the two of you and you're everything to each other for a couple of years. And then all of a sudden it's you and her and the kid mm, and the yeah. kid is more important than you. Yeah. You, you fought a third you place. Come, you <laughs> come in third, Yeah, you know, and that's really an issue. You yeah. Know? So I if you, that's... what you wanted was a really meaningful relationship with this person and to continue that love, right. what he's saying is kids don't fit into that plan it's, yeah. just, it's not even yeah. logical for yeah. you to it's think a, that. it's a change in the relationship yeah. you're now you've now that's going to be a clear deviation and marking point where yeah. the relationship's going to split into another path and you have to know that going in you know like you can't sit here thinking you're going to have this romeo and juliet love yeah. when you have three kids because it's just not yeah. it's reality like, it's like chris rock was saying the most successful relationships are fucking boring yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. you want to yeah. be like if your goal if, is to raise a family like that should be your goal your goal cannot be that i'm going to have the sexy nope. romance at 50 after yeah, i've been yeah. with nope. over 20 years yeah, 
if it's exciting and you have five kids, you are fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you're on crack yeah. or some, some crazy shit's yeah. happening. Yeah. Those kids must be in therapy real soon yeah. if they're not sure. already. Yeah, sure. absolutely. John, tell the tell the people really quick how like if if they want to like take advantage of your services sure. like because some people go like oh that's cool but you know i don't know if i can do that like yeah. you know i mean how hard is it to get in touch with you yeah, like you know it's, I mean? it's real easy um just go over to sins of attraction.com www.s-i-n-n-s-o-f-a-t-t-r-a-c-t-i-o-n.com um we have a bunch of free kind of um stuff you can take a look at we've got a video of me kind of doing some stuff with a girl where kind of demonstrating some techniques and tactics yeah um, we've got my blog, which is sinsofattraction.blogspot.com. You can also find it at, at the website on the blog. I've got 1,200 posts that I've written over the last seven years about everything under the sun. Um, you know, we have a extensive product catalogs on everything from conversations to making physical moves to making women fall in love to getting a girlfriend and, and everything in between. So kind of check it out. Basically everything has free samples on it. You can sign up for our mailing list. You'll get a couple of reports that just kind of basically explain where I came from. Kind of one of them is called the game acceleration doctrine. It kind of tells you what to do if you want to get started with this stuff or if you know, you've kind of been trying it and not getting success, a way to kind of reset yourself and kind of move yourself on the right position to kind of get on the right track. So that's that's probably the best way to find me. Good times. Dude, I can tell you this. You're fucking awesome. Awesome. Either Thanks, way, you're good man. no matter what, I'm going <laughs> to tell you this. Uh, ladies, he can help you too. Yeah. Like, just by being real. Yeah. Like, that's, I mean, I think what happens a lot don't of get times. Angry. Well, I know, yeah, I know. They, no, they, calm down. They, get, they get angry. Yeah, I'm they about get, to get angry. Right, don't get angry. Because I get angry at them all the time. Don't to podcast get, angry. Get out of their way. Mm. Get out of your own way. Yeah. It, and that just starts with, like, first of all, understanding, for guys, understanding the things that John's talking about, that there's, one, you have to, you have to come to grips with, you're not perfect. You know what I mean? Like a, a lot of guys fall into this. I don't want. I want you to love me for me. Right. But what if you're fucked up? Yeah. Yep. Like, love me means, at my worst. Yeah, yeah, you know that. yeah, yeah. Love yeah. me at my worst, or you can't have me at my yeah. best. Really? Right. Right. Yeah. That's like a Marilyn like a, Monroe quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a fucked up quote. It is. Yeah. You know, any girl Marilyn Monroe is crazy. Yes. <laughs> Marilyn Monroe. I'm going to give you before we leave. I have two things I want to give before I leave. I'll give you my two crazy fucking switches. Or actually, there's three of them. Marilyn Monroe. Any chick who's doing Marilyn Monroe, fucking crazy. Like if they quote. Her, if they have pictures of her, if they have a tattoo of her like Megan Fox, crazy ass bitch. Yes. Number two, ballerinas. Any girl who does ballet, fucking crazy. Because they have to be all proper and fucking prim and princessy on the other yeah, side, yeah. and they chain smoke, snort Adderall, and bang random dudes <laughs> left and right at once the ballet is over. And any girls who are involved with horses. Yeah. Any girls who's like ridden horses, like or like had a horse when she was growing up, fucking crazy. Oh man. Those three, man. That those three explained. fucking nuts. A lot of things yeah. for me right now are Dude, those quick. are the only the girls that you date. Right? Fucking A, Arash. That's what's been happening this there whole time. Go. And the other thing is for women, like you don't need a fucking product. That's becoming like a big trend in this fucking stupid community is all these assholes thinking they can write products for women now. Yeah. Number one, you don't know shit about women. <laughs> yeah. Number two, you don't know shit about fucking giving dating advice to someone. For, for girls, like... I'm going to have to keep it real here and, and give some Adam Carolla wisdom, which is there's one piece of dating advice for girls. Be hotter. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's yeah. that's the best piece of dating <laughs> advice. Like, 
You want to get better dudes, get in the gym, get hair extensions, get plus twos, you know, do your makeup better. You will get hotter, better quality dudes, and then get out of your way and don't lie to yourself. Get out of self-deception. If the dude, if it, if the dude is texting all of your friends at the same time he's texting you and trying to get them out, he's trying to fuck your friends. He's not just being social. If the, if you see the dude out with another girl and he's holding hands, it's not his sister. Yeah. You know, like, it's not, it's not that hard to not lie to yourself with dudes. Dudes are pretty easy to figure out. Yes. Like, we're not, yes. like, we're not playing a million complicated games. Yeah. The only reason I exist is because girls are hard to deal with. Yes. Like, if girls were easier to deal with, I wouldn't be here. Yeah, right? Very like, good point, sir. I'm only here because they're hard to deal with and yes. we have to figure out fucking algebra to the deal with. The girls have them. created the market. Yeah. yeah. But right? dudes, we're simple. Yeah. Like, if a dude yeah. wants to hang out with you, fuck you, and, like, be in an exclusive relationship with you, just get out of the way. Yeah, yeah, Just, yeah. just go with it. You don't, <laughs> don't, like, but if he's doing all these things that are giving you worries and doubts, don't, like, flush those down the toilet and be like, oh, no, it's great, you know? Like, live in reality. <laughs> Give it up for John, man. Beautiful, man. <laughs> John, thank you so much for no being problem. on the show, man. You are invited back anytime. Thanks, man. I'll definitely come That'd back. That'd be awesome. Uh, pay the bills really quick. Uh, Amazon.com and KarmaLoop.com, but don't go there. Go to Crappy awesome.com we have the banners on the homepage. if for some reason you missed the beginning of the podcast yeah and if you are listening to this on itunes 24 hours later this goes live on stitcher but also if you're listening to this on itunes go over to crappyawesome.com and you'll see some of john's links we'll have them all up we'll have his story on there so make sure you guys check that out there's always bonus stuff at crappyawesome.com all right uh this is the ending part this is the ending part okay you may now flush the toilet (laughs)